Buonasera and bentornato to another episode of This is Culture and we're into match week 3 of the Serie A, the most exciting league in the world. Let's start off with the bottom of the table. The three promoted sides are currently at the three most bottom place of the table, Monza, Lecce and Cremonese. All three teams currently have zero points, Monza conceding six goals. In their first ever Serie A match, Monza lost 2-1 to Torino. And in the second week, they lost 4-0 to Napoli. While Lecce were probably unlucky to go down to a really last-minute goal against Inter on opening day with the score 2-1. And they were probably also unlucky against Sassuolo in match week 2 with Berardi scoring the only goal of the match. The same could be said about Cremonese in the opening match against Fiorentina. Radu's howler deep in stoppage time gifted the Tuscans a 3-2 win. While against Roma, actually Radu is actually a pretty good goalkeeper. Uh, he actually stopped a lot of uh, shots on goal both against Fiorentina and Roma but they were, but they were just unlucky Cremonese. Uh, they lost 1-0 to Roma with Chris Smalling, Smaldini, scoring the only goal of the match. Champions Milan had a good opening week uh, with the win against Udinese, but they had a little bit of a scare uh, because Udinese actually scored first uh, and then Milan scored too while Udinese equalizing to make it 2-all. But the firepower that Milan had, um, Udinese just couldn't match that and... The champions, the Diablo, won the match 4-2. However, it was a different story against Atalanta this past week in match week 2. Milan also had to chase back from a goal down with Ruslan Malinowski opening the scoring just before the half hour. Milan had to wait until after the hour uh, for Ismail Benasser to equalize. That leaves Milan currently in 5th position with 4 points. Just above them is Juventus who had a brilliant opening night with Di Maria and Dusan Vlahovic scoring 3 goals against Sassuolo. Sassuolo of course rolled over and just let Juventus uh, play all over them. Of course they are missing uh, Skamaka and... Raspadori only came in later in the game. He is of course now at Napoli. Skamaka, as you know, is now at West Ham and he had even opened his scoring for West Ham against Vibok FF in the Europa Conference League playoff first leg. Berardi actually signed a, an extension on his contract and will be with Sassuolo until... 2027. Is that a really good move for him? I'm not really sure. But if that's what he wants, or maybe next season he'll be sold for a good profit. Speaking of profits, I think the next player that Sassuolo would probably sell off for a tidy sum is probably Maxim Lopez, maybe in the next season or two. Going back to Juventus, I think a lot of Juventus fans were 
pretty upset with Massimiliano Allegri. How he set up his team against Sampdoria. It was a nail-nail draw. Against Sampdoria. Sampdoria had probably like two shots on goal. I think it's an uh, it's indicative of um, how much Allegri plays passive culture. When Dusan Vlahovic, one of the top scorers in the league last season, and also nominated for the Ballon d'Or. Of course, that was because of his goal-scoring exploits when he was at Fiorentina last season. Uh, but yeah, Dusan Vlahovic, he had only nine touches the whole game. Nine touches! A striker having nine touches. The best part of it was he had only three touches in the first half. One of it was a kickoff. Another one was a skewed clearance which almost ended up into the back of his own net. And the third one was what? An offside. Do you think Dusan made the switch to Juventus too early in his career? Or is this not panning out at all? I mean, look at Bernadeschi. He wanted to leave um, early on in his... He only had like a few seasons with uh, Fiorentina and then left for Juventus. And now he's playing in the MLS with Toronto FC. And he's only, what, 29 years old. So... What do you think about Dusan Blahovic? But of course, um, not to make excuses for Allegri. He doesn't need excuses. He's, he's a seasoned coach. Uh, he's done it before at Juventus. But come on, man. I mean, I can understand he had um, many players injured. Di Mar- he had Di Maria injured. He had um, Chiesa is still out. He himself said, uh, it's a good thing uh, Juventus didn't concede a goal. But playing for a draw, you can't even score against Sampdoria. Says something a lot about the team and how he manages it. I wonder what will happen this weekend when Juventus welcomes Roma to the Allianz Stadium. Roma is just above Juventus in third position, winning both of their opening matches. A first one, a one-nail win against Salernitana in which Roma had plenty of chances to kill off the game. It was the same story against Cremonese last weekend. Uh, They had plenty of chances but they could only find the net once and it was a defender who scored the winning goal. Interesting weekend coming ahead, Juventus against Roma. Mourinho against Allegri. Mourinho in his first season got Roma their first European trophy in many many years after winning uh, the Europa Conference League last season. With the new signings that he have, uh, I think uh, Mourinho might be able to get Roma into the top four this season. He lost Gini Wijnaldum, his new signing last weekend. He couldn't play. Uh, against Cremonese and now at the Cremonese game he lost a Nicolo Zaniolo uh, interesting matchup this weekend Juventus and Roma I can't wait to watch it Lukaku took only two minutes to score on his return to the Nerazzurri 
Of course, he was uh, away at Chelsea last season, which didn't work out. And now he's back at Inter. He scored the opening goal for Inter. Two minutes. But uh, Lecce actually fought back and got a goal just after halftime. Uh, Inter had a lot of chances in that game, uh, but it only took um, a 90 plus 5 minute, 95th minute. Denzel Dumfries' goal for the Nerazzurri to bring home the three points. Uh, against Spezia, uh, Lukaku and Lautaro Martinez, or what they call it, the Lula chemistry is back. Lukaku and Lautaro combine again. It's like as if they never were apart last season. Uh, Lukaku provided the assist for Lautaro Martinez to score in the 35th minute. Uh, in the second half, uh, Chalanolu scored. And also, Joaquin Correa right at the end to beat Spezia 3-0. Inter is up to second solely on goal difference. They'll be meeting Lazio this weekend. Napoli, 9 goals in 2 matches. We've seen this before. Last season, Napoli um, had a, what, 8 match winning streak uh, where they lead the table from the they, they lead the Serie A from the start of the season but then um, they lost team somewhere in the middle of the season and then they ended up in third actually quite far away from the top two Inter and Milan however the new signing Georgian Kvica Kvaratschelia um, I think that's how we pronounce his name have scored three goals in two matches and they are calling him Varadona now. Uh, Napoli fans, uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, too early, but three goals in two games is, is not a bad return for a player who just signed for your club. Supposedly to replace Insigne, uh, I think. And Napoli's other new signing, uh, Kim Min-jae, the South Korean, uh, also scored a goal. Uh, supposedly to replace uh, Kalido Koulibaly who have left for Chelsea. Chelsea, uh, I think he got red-carded uh, last weekend in Chelsea's game against Leeds. Um, yeah, I think I was surprised. I was surprised at how well Napoli started out given that uh, a lot of fans don't give them the chance uh, this season to even make the top four. I'm surprised, I'm surprised. Um, but we'll see. Um, so far, they've only met uh, Hellas Verona in the opening weekend, uh, 5-2 to Napoli. And then Monza scored four goals with no returns. Um, we'll see uh, how they fare against a better opposition. Of course, uh, coming up next, um, Fiorentina. I mean, I'm surprised Napoli did quite so well. Well, in these two opening matches, uh, of course, the second game was against Monza, newly promoted team. I expect them um, to beat Monza, but not, but not beat them this soundly, 4-0. But the first weekend against Hellas Verona, I'm quite surprised. But of course, uh, Hellas Verona were missing uh, Giovanni Simeone, uh, who is now at Napoli. Uh, of course, he didn't play in the first game. Um, he still uh, just recently only signed... Uh, for Napoli. Um, and Hellas Verona is set to lose Antonin Barak to Fiorentina. 
The next opponent is of course Fiorentina. Fiorentina will just be coming back from a Friday morning match against FC Twenty for the Europa Conference League playoff second leg. Uh, Fiorentina is um, have an aggregate is leading on aggregate uh, two to one, uh, but that's not guaranteed. There's no away goals uh, anymore. So all to play for in the Netherlands. Uh, when Fiorentina comes back, they'll be facing Napoli. But the first two games of the season of the Serie A was not convincing. They beat three uh, two. Uh, they beat Cremonese three two in the opening match. Uh, but that only is thanks to uh, Radu's howler uh, when Mandragora like pumped the ball into the into the box. It was a looping ball and Radu went jumped up and tried and caught it. He caught he caught the ball, but then he fell back into his own goal. Yeah, and Fiorentina's second match, uh, a nail-nail draw against um, Tuscan rivals. Empoli, it was it was one of the most Awful match for Fiorentina for me. And Empoli was even down to 10 men after Sebastiano Luperto was red-carded after he took down uh, Luka Jovic who was through, already through on goal uh, in the 67 minute. I think the highlight of that match was uh, when the referee got injured and then he had to be subbed out. Uh, the fourth official taking over <laughs> the man in the middle. Uh, that was hilarious. And then they had like 10 minutes of stoppages because of the referee substitution and Fiorentina still couldn't find a way through Empoli. I think because Empoli fell back a lot, they compacted their defense, something which uh, Fiorentina always have struggled with since last season. Um, they need somebody to score from outside the box. You can't pin all your hopes on just one person Jack Bonaventura. Um, of course, the wings doesn't work because when you cross it in, there's nobody to aim for. There's no target man. Luka Jovic is the lone striker. And then Italiano subbed him out for another striker, Cabral, Arthur Cabral. Yeah, so that's why um, I think the Fiorentina brass is looking to get Antonin Barak. There were already reports saying that Barak have already agreed to terms uh, with Fiorentina uh, alone with obligation to buy. Speaking of Antonin Barak, the Czech midfielder. You know what does he wear? I like his boots. He wears the same boots as I do. And these were all the scores from the past week of Serie A matches. Torino and Lazio ended with a nail-nail draw. Same goes with Udinese and Salernitana. Inter 3, Spezia nil, Sassuolo 1, Lecce nil. Empoli and Fiorentina just said uh, another nil-nil draw. Napoli 4, Monza nil. Atalanta and Milan also a draw, a one-all draw. Bologna and Hellas Verona also a one-all draw. Roma, Cremonese, uh, Roma with the three points. Sampdoria and Juventus another nil-nil draw. And let's look at the standings after two matches. Napoli 
Inter and Roma are the only teams who have six points from two games, while Juventus, Milan, Atalanta, Fiorentina, Lazio, and Torino all have four points, one win and one draw. Sassuolo and Spezia are the only two teams who have three points, while Bologna, Empoli, Salernitana, Udinese, Sampdoria, and Hellas Verona with one point each. Cremonese, Lecce, Monza, the newly promoted teams have zero points from two games. And these are the upcoming matches for week three. Monza up against Udinese and Lazio up against Inter on Saturday morning. Juventus will meet Roma. Cremonese will be up against Torino. Spezia up against Sassuolo, Milan up against Bologna, all of it on Sunday morning. And the last four matches of the round on Monday morning, Hellas Verona up against Atalanta, Salernitana will face off against Sampdoria, Lecce up against Empoli, while Fiorentina will be up against league leaders Napoli. How will this week of Serie A turn out to be i hope it's a win or at least a one point for fiorentina winning all the points we can get we just will be just be coming back from a europa conference league fixture so i hope we have some legs with us i mean we have a quite a deep squad this season so i hope we can give napoli some fight all right thank you for watching everyone grazie mille see you again next week ciao Thank <laughs> you.